It sure is good to be in the Lord's house tonight. Uh, God's given us a beautiful day and let us come back to this house to worship. And uh, even uh, just visiting and talking before church starts, just as people come in, watching people come in, it's such, been such a blessing. It always is, but it seems like it's just a little extra tonight. And uh, I said, everybody just seems and sounds so happy. And uh, we got a right to be. Uh, God's sure been good to us. And uh, so it's just such a blessing to be in the Lord's house and with all the people that are here. And I have a scripture I'd like to read tonight from the book of Ecclesiastes. This is uh, Ecclesiastes 8 and 6 and 7. Because to every purpose there is time and judgment. Therefore, the misery of man is great upon him. For he knoweth not that which shall be. For who can tell him when it shall be? And so, something to think about. Uh, let us pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for allowing us to be in your house again. Uh, God, you've just blessed us so wonderfully and bountifully and been just so good to us. God, thank you for letting us come and feel the happiness and the joy and have the fellowship and the visitation that we've already been blessed even before church got started. And God, we thank you for each one that's here and we ask you, God, to bless us and help us and each one that's... Uh, listening and watching on the live stream bless them too god help us all uh, that we'll focus and uh, that we'll humble our hearts tonight and actually worship god we know it takes the spirit to really worship we ask you to help us with that in jesus name and amen so we turn the service over to taylor and the choir
page 12. Page 12.
going to turn it over to Brother Terry. Good to be here, and I appreciate that good singing. I thank the Lord for what I can feel tonight, and it's the, the joy and the blessing of being one of God's children. I tell you what, why don't we all just stand, and we'll take prayer requests, and I don't know who's uh, uh, got on their heart or on the, on the list or on their heart, either way or both, to lead prayer meeting, but uh, after we take prayer requests, and uh, we have prayer by whoever it is, just come on up and you can lead prayer meeting. But who'd, who'd have unspoken requests? this point all right a lot of prayer requests going up and uh, uh anybody got a spoken request all right well i'll make this must pray for service tonight and, and uh there's just uh quite a number of people i've got a burden for and, and uh, uh many of them have been here in recent services and it uh I felt like God was speaking to them and, and inviting them to come to an altar of repentance. So remember that. And uh, I've been uh, uh, talking to uh, the Voorhees about uh, uh, when Kendrick could get baptized. And, and one of the dates they said was the 25th of October. And then I called and talked to Andrew about when uh, Lexi could get baptized. And he called me back this evening. He said 25th to work for them. So tentatively, uh, We'll uh, be having a baptizing on the 25th of October in the morning service. So really pray for that. And you know, you know how it is. Uh, uh, oftentimes, in a baptizing, there's people come that don't normally come. So it's a good opportunity to reach folks like that. So, so really pray. Anything else before we pray? All right. If not, I'm going to ask Brother Anthony to lead us in prayer. Just gonna sit down. Whoever wants to leave, just go on.
I'm thankful to be here tonight. I don't think it was necessarily my turn to lead, but on paper, but I knew it was my turn to lead in my heart, and I was letting the devil get in my head and thought I'd give somebody else ample time to get up, but I knew that it was my turn, so I'm, I'm thankful to be here tonight. I'm thankful for our church. Yeah. Hey, I'm okay with that. Uh, but we're we're thankful to be here. Uh, uh, it's pretty interesting. I really didn't feel like I was probably going to have to open up until about halfway through the first choir song. But uh, all the way leading up to tonight, I I didn't reckon I'd probably be able to make it. There were some things that came up throughout the day and uh, got home late, and it just it didn't seem like it was going to work out. But uh, we persevered. And, Cassandra helped me, and we were able to to get here. And I'm just I'm just so thankful to be here. And we pulled in the parking lot, and I told Cassandra, I said, "Man, we got a good crowd tonight. You can just tell from the cars we had a good crowd." And I'm I'm so thankful to be able to see all of you. But I'd have to ask at this time if anybody has a song or a testimony on their heart that they'd like to share. I'd like to thank the church for all their prayers and phone calls and text messages uh, for Steve and Cassandra and their family and got a couple cards in the mail and that really filled our cup up and had a lot of people show up uh, to the viewing and to the funeral and just the outpour of love from this church still never ceases to amaze me. Uh, it, It could happen every day and it would still amaze me every day. And you really don't know it until you travel a lot, but not every church is like this. And it just makes it especially special to me. I'd like to ask you to continue praying for Cassandra and her family and her dad and her grandma. They really could use your prayers in this time. give uh, plenty of opportunity for someone to to follow their heart and do something if you have a song or testimony or anything on your heart at all I'm sure one of these preachers would really appreciate it let's pray for Eric you pray for me the devil told me not to get up tonight. He said, I've been getting up too much, but uh, Lord put this on my heart strong. He gave me a thought and uh, has actually gave it to me on Sunday morning after Cooper preached over at Faith. And uh, Terry asked me to open up Sunday night, and I thought, well, maybe, maybe I'll get to share it. But uh, the Lord didn't let me share it then, but now I understand why. Because, you know, sometimes you think you understand something, and then God says no, and he gives you a lot more. Well, that's such a blessing. So um, I've just got a quick... Uh, scripture to read, but first, I'll talk a little bit about what Cooper preached about. He um, preached about being a servant to the Lord. Um, and, you know, a lot of times when you think of the word servant, you might think that has a bad connotation to it. Um, 
you know, we're all Americans. This is the land of the free, right? So we want to be free, but uh, the Bible tells us different. See, no matter what we do, we'll be servants. Uh, whether we're servants of uh, the Lord and we accept him, um, that's our choice. But if we don't, we're still servants anyways. We're servants of sin. Uh, Paul says that in Romans, we're, that we're servants of sin. See, when I was lost, I was a servant of sin. Uh, and he mentions that, and, and he says when we get saved, uh, we become then servants of righteousness. And I'm glad that that's the case, but uh, that's the thought that I had on Sunday night, but the Lord gave me more. So uh, I want to read in the seventh chapter, verse 23. I'll start in 22. I'll read 22 and 23. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man, but I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind and bringing me into captivity of, to the law of sin, which is in my members. Uh, now, this is Paul speaking in the present tense. So we know that Paul's saved when he's writing this. We know he's a saved man. Uh, we know that um, he's been born again, but he's still talking about how there's another law in him. And what I want to get to is even when you're saved, uh, you can still be a servant of sin if you're not careful. Uh, what, what you need to worry about is following the Lord. See, this is what that, this is what that scripture says. It's, it's, it's important to know when I'm saved, I can still be a servant of sin if I'm not doing the right things. Um, and that's just a uh, quick thought that the Lord gave me. Um, I'll turn it back over to Jeremy. appreciate that. I appreciate Eric. I appreciate his willingness to follow the Lord. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Pray for it. I was sitting over here fighting it because I haven't been to church and I've been a little sick, but uh, um, yesterday when we got to school, they had us come down to this room and they told us that one of our classmates had gotten a car wreck and she had died and uh, I just kept thinking I wonder if she was saved and it it don't matter how old you are anything can happen you don't we're not promised tomorrow so uh, just pray for me as I try to sing this you may have a fancy car, brand new house that shines by far. You may live to be a hundred years old. But if you have not been saved, it will end with the grave. But I want us to be together in heaven. I want us to be together in heaven. I want to walk down the streets of pure gold. I want to run through the fields of green clover, see the mansions 
Smell the flowers, hear the singing, it's all ours. See the gentle rivers flowing, feel the gentle breezes blowing. I want us to be together in heaven. You may be a millionaire wearing clothes beyond compare. You may have the best that money can buy. But if the blood is not applied, then in hell you'll lift your eyes. But I want us to be together in heaven. I want us to be together in heaven. I want to walk down the streets of pure gold. I want to run through the fields of green clover. See the mansions, smell the flowers, hear the singing, it's all ours. See the gentle rivers flowing, feel the gentle breezes blowing. I want us to be together in heaven. If you don't have the Lord, you need to get him. I appreciate Charlie. I appreciate her singing. I was thinking, as she was singing, I was thinking about, uh, I hate to keep bringing it up, but it's what's on my heart, uh, Cassandra's grandpa, and I was thinking about when he died, uh, I really don't know uh, what all that he had uh, naturally, and I don't know what he left naturally for his family, if there was different things that he might have left for Steve or his siblings, uh, but if you could have been at that funeral, there's one thing that I know that he did leave, and that was a testimony. And uh, he left uh, his testimony with his family. They knew that he loved the Lord, and anybody that came in contact with him knew that he loved the Lord. And uh, any time that he had an opportunity, they, they talked about this, any time he had an opportunity to talk to somebody about the Lord, yeah, he did it. And I was thinking about myself, and really that hearing all that really helped me uh, kind of get in shape, and I probably ought to apologize to my church. Um, I've been, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've been a, a pretty good Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night Christian, but I haven't been a very good Monday night, Tuesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night Christian. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's real good to bring your family to church, and it's real good to bring your family to Sunday school, but it's important on all the other nights to dig into this word and, and uh, t tell your children different stories about uh, what the Lord's done for you or what for the, the Lord's done for other people in here. 
and uh, I need to do a better job at that. I need to do a better job reading. I need to do a better job uh, even just starting with Hudson, just reading them stories for the, from the Bible. And that's, that's my heart's desire is to, is to have that atmosphere in my household. And I'd like to ask the church to pray for me that I might be able to, to do that a little bit better. But the Lord's really put a strong desire on my heart to, to move up and to, to read more. And uh, I, I realized I, I started reading in the mornings before I go to work. And uh, my day is a million times better. Even if nothing goes wrong during the days, on the days I don't read, my day is still a million times better when I start my day with the Lord. And I'm just, uh, I'm thankful that uh, he's put that desire on my heart. And I just felt like sharing that. But, uh, and I'm, like I said, I'm thankful for Eric for following the Lord and for Charlesy following the Lord and, uh, I just I feel like asking one more time if anybody else has a song or a testimony on their heart before we turn it back over to our pastor. Absolutely. Thankful for that. Every time I uh, hear one of our preachers uh, preach a message to the lost or, or I hear people testify or trying to help other people who are lost or pray for them, it makes me thankful that I bring my kids to this church. Uh, it, it provides a good opportunity for them. And uh, that's all I really want in life. If they don't ever get anything else from me or from anybody else, I want them to get the Lord. Does anybody else have a song or a testimony on their heart? Hope for the Lord. Nobody else has anything, we'll turn over to our pastor, and I'd like to ask you to really be praying for whoever it is who stands to preach tonight, whether it be our pastor or one of these other fellas. I think it was Terry I told the other night how proud I am of all these uh, young men who've been standing and preaching. I just think every single one of them have done fantastic lately, and they've all just been a big blessing to me and a light to me, so you pray for them. We'll turn it over to Terry. Well, I agree with Jeremy. Sure good to be here tonight. Everything's been done. I've been appreciative of it and blessed by it. Uh, choir singing, special singing, opening up, testifying. Just good to be in the Lord's house. Thank the Lord for this opportunity and this privilege. Now, I'll ask again, Brother uh, Jeremy gave ample opportunity and all that uh, very well. But I still feel like asking, is there someone else that's got a song or testimony? If you do, you're still welcome. Glad 
have you. Glad for what's been done already. And, uh, all right, if not, we're going to look at these preachers. Uh, got a couple up here and one back there. Whichever ones of you feel like uh, coming, feel free to do that. I don't think I'm overlooking anybody. And uh, whichever one of you got something, come ahead. Just follow your heart. Doors wide open. If more than one's got something, there's plenty of time for everybody. And uh, but whichever one of you fellows, if any's got something on your heart, just come ahead. So I, I'm willing to preach, but I don't. I don't feel the impression that uh, God's pushed me that way or inviting me that way. Maybe a better word. So I don't think it's my time. So we've had a good meeting already. If you've got something, you're welcome as you can be. Okay. Anything else before we come to close? Let's pray for him. Like I say, we're glad to be here this evening. Thankful for what we can feel. Um, I don't really have a big impression. That's what took me so long to get get out of my seat. But uh, I do feel like I need to try. And um, if that's all the Lord wants, that's what I'm willing to do. And um, I was thinking about a little scripture here. And it seems like it just won't come off my heart. And um, it's something I've been reading over and over again for a while. And uh, it just seems like everywhere I go in the Bible, I come back to it. And um, Eric asked a question that kind of jarred it back to me again. and um, But it all goes back um, to man's understanding. And uh, I was thinking about this as I was sitting there and I thought, Lord, if you want me to preach it, I'm willing, but I hope you give me what I need to, to get it out there. Because um, I tell you, I'm weak tonight. I'm real weak. And... Uh, I'm tired, and uh, I just I want to try, but I, I don't have the strength. And uh, I told the Lord, I said, if you'll get me up there, I'll do my best. Because I thought of all the people we've got in our church house tonight, and I thought of some of the burdens I have, and I thought of some of the ones that might just be watching online. I thought, Lord, I want to help them. And... Uh, I'm so thankful God's given me a burden for people. I'm thankful that I've got something that even when I don't want to, when this mind's cloudy and it's raining and, you know, I've got a, a mess going on inside, God still gives me a fire to warm my bones. And uh, I'm thankful for that. So you pray. Um, we'll see what the Lord does for us this evening. Uh, but this is in Proverbs chapter 20, verse 6. And uh, it's just one verse I want to read out of that. It says, um, well, actually, let me read verse 5 too. It says, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. And uh, as I pondered on this, you know, time and time again, it seems... I kept going back to all these other Bible verses and all these other uh, parables and all these other stories and I kept seeing the same thing over and over again. 
People trying to rely on themselves. People trying to find you know, medicine in the world to solve their problems. People trying to do this. People trying to do that. People just trying. And uh, one of my favorite stories is the woman with the issue of blood. And uh, it said she spent everything she had. Had nothing left. She was trying to fix what was wrong with her physically. And she couldn't figure it out. Nor could anybody else. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of knowledge in the world today. You can find it everywhere. I mean, some people will pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to go to a school to gain it. There's people that'll travel through the interweb just to find a little nugget of something. I mean, there's knowledge everywhere. And we're living in a great time where medicine's a, a wonderful thing and it's got a vast supply of it. And it just keeps coming more and more. But I thought about that woman, all of the world's knowledge and all the great wisdom of men could not figure out what was wrong with her. But I was thinking about this. I was thinking about how many times in my life has my own wisdom let me down? Has my own understanding kind of clouded everything about my life? And I thought about how many times I'd listened to somebody I thought it sounded so good it had to be true. And how it lined up so right. And then it hit me one time. <laughs> I was sitting in school. I was over at Ohio State. And I remember sitting there and the Lord said, You know that isn't right. You know that isn't true. And I remember sitting there and I went to a spot and I was praying. I said, Lord, show me. I, I don't understand. I was, in a, I was in a pickle in my mind, I guess you could say. And God passed through. And I remember the verse I read. It said, Jesus Christ... The same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm telling you what, God knows when we need Him the most. He knows when we can't figure things out, when our problems are too hard. He knows that when we're struggling with the world and that battle that we're constantly fighting in, that He can overpower it. I'm telling you what, folks, I I don't believe in Christ based off of just one little thing here or there. I base it off of all these stories... But not just those, my whole life. My whole life is a Bible book that I've been walking through every day of my life. A miracle passes by every day. Every time I I wake up, I say, Lord, you've done it again. Every time that I've come through a valley, I see another one just like Abraham and Sarah when, uh, you know, they were talking about they had that baby. I thought, Lord, that's a valley. But I've had the same kind of things in my life. You know, I, I, I don't get too personal, I guess, about certain things, but I, I feel like I need to share this. You know, there was a time in my life where I got so depressed that I thought, Lord, you know, what is the point of all this? There's got to be something better than this. I even got to a point where I thought, maybe he's just not even real. Maybe none of this is even worth it. Maybe it's just been a lie to me. I thought, maybe this is just a scam. Maybe it was just, it is what those people have told me, that this was old world thinking that just helped people get through a tough time. I I thought I got to that point. I was at rock bottom. But then the Spirit of the Lord came around. I tell you what, there's nothing better than that. When the Spirit of God moves in your life and can change it in a heartbeat. I mean, he cleared my mind up like there was no tomorrow. It was like if I was walking outside and the sun was beaming and the wind was calm and there was no rain and no fog, just clear skies. 
I understood things very clearly at that moment. And the first thing I understood was, thank God I'm saved. Thank God I'm saved. But it also reinforced to me that this just isn't some old world thing that needs to be tossed to the side. It encouraged me to dig deeper into the Word, to find more out about my God that loved me enough to tear me out of the hole I was, di- I was down in. And you know, I was thinking about how many times, you know, God has been good to me and I didn't know it till later. And uh, I, was, I thought about uh, that rich young ruler. I mean, I tell you what, I, I wish I could go back in time and talk to that young man. I would have told him, Give it all up right now. Don't wait. Just give it up and start following Him because I'm telling you, I'd give everything I've got to just walk with the Lord for a little bit. If you knew, you know, and that's what I I don't understand. I know each of you know what I'm talking about. But if people only knew what Christians go through, you say, what do you mean? I tell you what, it's not an easy life being a Christian sometimes. It's not easy when people are always throwing rocks at you, when people are always trying to drag you down, when they're always trying to undercut the Word, and they think, uh, well, they just don't know what they're talking about. And maybe you get somebody, my wife always says this, she goes, you know, you just know a little bit more about things than me sometimes. And she goes, it aggravates me that I can't, I can't debate with you on it because I don't know enough about it. That's what got me reading the Bible. Because people would ask me questions and they'd kind of undercut things. I'd think, Lord, I don't know where that's at. I know it's in there, but I don't know where it's at. But I tell you what, the more I read, I didn't realize I wasn't just strengthening my knowledge of the Word and my beliefs like I was talking about in that church commandment a couple weeks ago. But I was walking through the Word with Christ and I was learning a lot more about myself, Terry. I was learning a lot more about the man living inside of me. The man that was shining light everywhere that I went, whether I knew it or not. Folks, we've got a great gift in salvation. We've got a great gift in our church. And uh, if you want to be a part of God's church, you've got to get saved. You've got to get that first piece, that principal piece that the Bible talks about. And if you don't have that, well, you, you can't move on. You're stuck. You're not going to be able to go and reach the distances that God's got for you if you're not saved. You're not going to be able to enjoy life if you're not saved. You're not going to be able to have true peace and happiness. And I was, I mean, people don't understand. They say, well, I don't know what they're talking about. I've got this and I've got that and I'm happy. You know, I, <laughs> I think about this so often. I don't, I don't understand it and maybe I never will, but God's blessed me to have things in my life that I just, I really didn't think I would. And I think about them sometimes. I think, Lord, you know, I'll be reading in Ecclesiastes and it will hit me sometimes. I'll say, Lord, if it's all vanity, what would you even give it to me for? And I, I just think about that sometimes. And uh, sometimes I, I still, like I said, don't have the answers. But I was kind of picturing this one time. I thought, Lord, you know, if you stripped everything from me, If you took my house, if you took my family, if you took all the things that you blessed me with, you know, would I really still serve you? And uh, I thought about it. I did. I I thought about it for a while. I just pictured that outcome in my head time and time and time again. And uh, as I thought, and I, I kind of sat there with the Lord, I thought, Lord, 
And all that, you're still too good to me to ever walk away. You're still too good to me. And uh, that's a bold statement. But I want to say that to say this. How many of us walk away day by day, every day, a little piece, a little piece? And then it hit me. I'd been walking away from the Lord for 28 years in little increments. But the big thing is I found my way back. I didn't stay where I was at. And that's where I want to get right now with you. There's folks that have been walking out away from the Lord for a while. There's some of you that's only been walking for a little bit. Either way, you're still away from the Lord. And if God's blessing you with an opportunity to get things fixed up, don't hesitate. Don't keep walking in a dark spot that you've got no business being in. Don't waste the wisdom and knowledge God's given you on things of the world. One of the things that bothers me a lot is when I see good people wasting God's talents. And uh, I thought about how many times have I done it myself? And how many times have I, I just wasted God's talents He's given me? And I thought about this and I thought, you know, Lord, how could you ever love me? Even though, I mean, I've hit lists sometimes of all the times. And I don't understand why God still loves us. I don't understand why God still takes us up and wraps us up like a father and his son. But I know he does. I know he still does. Through all those times, through all those things, God still loves us. And uh, I guess what I'm getting at tonight, like I said, I didn't, I didn't know I had anything, but I guess what I'm getting at is no matter what your circumstance is, whether you need to get saved, whether you need to get in church, or maybe you just, you just need to get cleared up by God, don't waste your opportunity. Don't waste the chance God's given you because He loves you more than you will ever know, more than I'll ever know. More than anybody on this earth will ever know. God loves us. So I just wanted to share that. I appreciate that. I appreciate Brother Jordan. I appreciate the message you preached. Uh, a message of great encouragement and a, a challenge in that message to take stock of where we're at. I'd like for us to have a song, and uh, I'd like for us to think about this tonight. Uh, he gave a lot of thoughts and the message, considering where are we at, what are we doing, how do we stand with the Lord. <clears throat> if you're not where God would have you to be tonight, I'd like to ask you to give great consideration to it while we all stand. <clears throat> if you would happen to be here tonight, and, and I like to say it this way sometimes, you don't have to be a scoundrel <laughs> to need to come to the altar and repent. Uh, you can just kind of get in a spot where you've drifted away from what God's wanting you to do. Uh, walked away, drift away. That's what Jordan preached a lot about. If you're here tonight, whatever your need is, while they sing, we invite you to come. I can't understand There were others More worthy Bless them, Lord. To have Jesus Listen. Than me Yet he loves me 
Amen. Boy, he loves us one and all. Sometimes it's hard to walk in his footsteps. That's what Jordan preached about. Obey the Lord. Don't be ashamed of being in a bad spot. Be ashamed of staying there. We can all get out of place. I guess all of us have. I have. But we don't have to stay out of place. God loves us. Amen. And I'm no ruler or king. Listen. And this whole world doesn't know who I am. But right. I have Jesus yeah. living inside me. He fights my battles and guides me. And he loves me yeah. as small as I am. Amen. And sometimes it's hard to walk in his footsteps. But when I stumble, he understands. He picks me up, wipes off my sin, and puts me on my feet again. Yes, he loves me. As small as I am. Amen. Amen. Boy, what a great song. And uh, fit great with the message. And uh, just kind of intertwined. Made a lot of same points. Appreciate that. Now, I'm glad for God's love. <clears throat> he loves me as small as I am. Uh, when I'm out of line, he still loves me. And uh, he loves me all the time. And he does you. So, anything else on anybody's heart before we come to close? Good to be here. <clears throat> Good crowd. Let's really pray for services Sunday and Sunday night. And, uh, well, I know I've got a lot of people on heart, and I guess most all of you do. And uh, let's really pray for those folks and pray for our services. Anything else? <clears throat> uh, come across my mind. Uh, I'd heard, I think, that uh, uh, Lighthouse Church is having like a fundraiser. I believe that's on Friday. And they're going to have a, like a spaghetti supper that they're selling. You remember what time it is? Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, just be carry out. And they, they've done that before, and I've been there before when they did that, but this time it's only carry out. And so if you get by there uh, from noon till six or so, uh, if you're interested in, in getting a spaghetti dinner and helping them with their fundraiser, well, you can do that. And uh, anything else before we come to close? Not so we look to the Lord to ask Brother Ken Hall if he pray dismiss him.
Amen.